morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Sheila Speaks, a podcast that's designed to educate, empower, uplift, inspire, and impact you, your life, and your business. And today we have an extraordinary guest who's here to impact your money, money, money. We have Laurie V. Johnson, who is a money and tax strategist. She's also an author and speaker who works with entrepreneurs and solopreneurs to have more money in your pocket, more savings in the bank, and more profit in your bottom line. She really specializes in the psychology of money for women, for businesses, and the money mastery skills that allow her clients to become confident, resilient, and financially independent. She's done this for over 25 years. She's a frequent provider for corporate training and financial boot camps. And uh, we're just lucky to have her here. Hello, Laurie. How are you? Hello, <laughs> Sheila James. It is so good to see you this morning here where I am. <laughs> Good. It's good to see you too, looking all beautiful. I know earlier when we we spoke, you said you just love money. Oh yes, money, money, money. Money makes everything easier. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have, and you know, actually, the only time money is the issue is when you don't have it. <laughs> Not. It's, you can say that again. All righty then. So, Lori, share with us what led you to your business? Like really, what led you to this business in particular? So I, 26 years ago, I was mm -hmm. asked to volunteer to prepare taxes for seniors and low income individuals. And I've been doing taxes ever since. And so for 26 years, I've been doing people taxes and somewhere, you know, down the line, I started asking people what they were going to do with their tax re returns, um, their refunds, and the answers were crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're going to do what with your tax refund? <laughs> and so um, I started giving advice to the people that were coming to me year after year. And that's how I started in financial counseling. And I knew that there was something missing because the next year when they would come back, they would come back to me and they would have a different issue, but still the same problem. And the problem was that they weren't spending correctly. They weren't thinking about their money correctly. And I was, um, my, my daughter, she was a teenager. She's in her twenties now and she's all good, but she's going through her crazy 16s. Yes. And I was like, girl, you try me. <laughs> <laughs> and so we found dialectical behavior therapy. And I was like, oh my goodness, like how to be able to tolerate distress and be more mindful. And, you know, all of these skills that I was like, okay, this is, this actually changes your behaviors and helps you think about things differently. And I, I became so obsessed in oh. researching and getting education on the psychology of money and how, um, how the way we think about money affects how we spend money. And I started, um, I started financial counseling for 
for women. And all my clients were solopreneurs and solopreneurs, you know, they have special needs. They have, you know, they are in business for themselves, um, but they also have their personal finances. And so that really is how I got to what I do today and working as a financial consultant for solopreneurs. Wow. Awesome. And then, you know, you mentioned women in business and, and seniors and I'm, you know, and then we have our men out there who are listening. So in terms of people in business, what do you see as the biggest reason small business owners struggle with their business finances? Well, typically it's they don't have the money mastery skills that they need in their personal finances. Mm-hmm. That's typically what, what goes on there because your, your business acumen, the skills that you use in your business with your finances, those are all based on what you do in your personal finances, what you've learned in your personal finances, and uh, like the habits you've picked up in your personal finances. So Mm. if your personal money is messy, your business money is going to be messy too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because it's the foundation. So no, that's really good. And then, you know, if one's you know, if one's, well, let me just say it this way. So what impact does not take an action to improve their understanding of their business finances? Or, you know, what does that have on small business owners? And if your finances, or you have been messy, you know, personally, and you have a small business, and especially right now, when so many people are really venturing out into their passions and taking on small businesses, you know, what, what are some of the steps they need to take to begin to correct that? Well, yeah. So one of the main issues with small businesses is that most of them go out of business. Mm. 96% of businesses that go out of business say that it's because of cash flow issues. Mm-hmm. money, right? So lack of money, not properly, not, not making proper financial decisions with your money. And that that really is the consequence of not getting a firm handle on both your business finances and your personal finances. There's some areas where um, your business financial strategies and your personal financial strategies, there's some habits that are the same in both areas. But there's also some things that are very different about your personal financial strategy and your business financial strategy. Like debt in in your personal life, debt is like a no-no and should not be, um, it's something that you shouldn't have. But in your business life, I won't even call it debt, it's credit. And it is how you leverage and grow your business. And so if you don't have the mindset to be able to take on debt for the purposes of getting the tools, getting the knowledge um, to grow your business and to grow your business properly, then you're not using every. I mean, most people, they'll like get up in the morning to work, work late at night, work, work, work. Um, but sometimes it's not just time that you have to spend to grow your business. You also have to spend some money to get what you need to have your business grow. 
Yes, that's very good. Very well said. Um, so talk to us about discovering the crucial elements of a budget that can double your business profit. So first of all, I will say that a lot of business owners think mm -hmm. not making a profit on paper is a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. And that's because they don't want to pay taxes. And I would tell you, I want to pay taxes all day long and twice on Sundays. I want to pay taxes. The more taxes I pay, that means the more money I make. And so I'm not afraid to pay a little taxes. <laughs> like yeah. Uncle, Uncle Sam, come get yours because if I got <laughs> enough to give to him, I got enough to take care of me. <laughs> right? Oh, that's really great. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I will, I've spoken with clients and they'll tell me, Lori, you know, I'm, I think that I'm subconsciously afraid to make more money because then I'll have to deal with the money and then I'll have to pay more in taxes. And I'm afraid of that. And I'm like, girl, we're going to get you unafraid all day long. We, we don't that work on great. that. Yeah, no, that's really great. I had a friend of mine say that once one year she owed uncle Sam in her business, $80,000. And while she was upset initially, she says, wow, how much money did I really make last year? And I mean, she had made a ton of money. Mm -hmm. So it was not like the worst thing in the world. Um, you know, that brings me to uh, how, how do we create, as I'm an entrepreneur, how do we create consistent cash flow that we as solopreneurs or entrepreneurs can really count on? You know, that comes again to budgeting. So... When, when you create a business budget, part of that business budget should be profit, right? So you should budget your profit in right away. Profit is not what comes last. Profit is what comes first. Mm. And so when you are paying yourself, then you have an idea. If you, if you know, first, consistency is all about that. Consistent action yes. brings consistent results. So yes. if you're consistently in your business doing the things that you need to do to earn money, then you will consistently see results. And I know with some small business owners, um, so when I work with one-on-one -on -one clients, um, I might have a period of time where I am working to get more clients and then my slate is full and I'm working you know, diligently with those clients, right? And so I might have less time to do the things that I need to do to bring on more clients. So one part of it is time management, is looking at the configuration of what you're doing to build your business and what you're doing to fulfill the client um, in the provide the products and services that you've already promised, right? Or that you've sold already. And yes. so that's one part of it. Um, but then the other part of it is making sure that um, once you have a way of adjusting your, um, your activities mm -hmm. so that you are always 
working to have more clients, even when you have a full slate of clients, that is how you're bringing in consistent income. And then there is just a way that you can arrange your finances. So I call it an escrow account. Uh And it is, if you think of an escrow account, when you have a mortgage, an escrow uh, escrow account is like held where you don't really have access to it. And all of the more, um, the, your insurance for your home and then your property taxes go into that account and it's paid out when it's necessary. And I think of it the same thing for business owners. It's an escrow account. That is where your owner um, uh, income goes. And so when you, um, when you get your, your revenue into your business and that's all the money that's coming into your business, Uh um, part of it should go to the owner and it depends on how much you're making, what that percentage is, but I have like a really quick 10, 20, 30, 40. So of the 100% of income that's coming into your business, yeah. 10% of that should be profit that stays in your business. 20% of that should be taxes that goes into a tax account. 30% of that is your profit and is the money that goes into your escrow account. And then 40% of that is the operating expenses, what you use to grow in uh, your business and to keep your business afloat. So if you have 30% of that revenue that's coming in that is going into your escrow account, Uh then you simply have that escrow account set up to send you systematic payments so that you're always getting the amount of money that you need. And if you're not always getting the kind of money that you need, you need to work more, spend less than your only two options. <laughs> work more and spend less. I think I need to work on that second one, <laughs> spend less. All right. All right. That's really great. And then um, what are some of the things you wish you had known along the journey, along the way? So, you know what? Let me tell you. Um, So I was given a gift, right? And I think that when you are given a gift in life and you use that gift and and that gift can make you money, you're blessed, right? And so I was blessed in that I've always been good with money in my personal finances. I, I think that I opened my first retirement account when I was 21 and I was like, darn, I wish I had done this sooner, (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, and I've, I've always saved and, you know, I've always been like, I, I had three jobs when I met my husband, I had two jobs when I was expecting both of my children. And so money has always been something that has made sense to me. But when I got into business, I had to learn a different type of money. Right. And so some things that I wish I had known when I got into business is the exact steps that you need to make to uh, to take to make money, right? If I would have known that if you take these, you know, four or five steps and you take them consistently, right? Yeah. In then you. <laughs> 
mean, you you could be a monkey and make money. Right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right? It is all about business is a numbers game. Uh-huh. Right. And so but most most small business owners, they think, well, when I come into business, I am going to set up my um, website and I'm going to get my business card and then business is going to come to me. And <laughs> you know, we know that that's not how that happens. That is not how that happens. Absolutely. <laughs> no. And then another thing that I think that many small business owners should know when they go into business, um, I happen to know these things, but mm-hmm. most businesses is you should have an accounting system. So I see all of the time in my tax practice clients coming to me and someone come to me a couple of weeks ago because the IRS was auditing them back 12 years. Wow. That's when their business started. And they're like, I don't have 12 years worth of paperwork. And I'm like, well, did you have an accounting system? No. Do you have a calendar? You know, how can we recreate those records? Because the alternative is the IRS making you pay a lot in taxes for those years where you can't recreate your records. So an accounting system is a must. Wow. Well, you got me straightened up in that answer right there. Okay. With things we need to do in our business, St. James Media. Oh, Um, you know, yeah, this is so great. Um, I want to say a few more things about Laurie before we wrap it up. This week, as you know, uh, Thursday, St. James Media is hosting uh, Women Poised for Greatness. And you can hear Laurie Johnson in the 21st century is for sure one of those women who is poised for greatness. Women Poised for Greatness will be an impactful, powerful, an essential conversation for you for 2021. You want to be there. And again, Lori Johnson is going to be one of our keynote speakers. So on that note, Lori, I have a couple more questions for you. What gift do you have to share with the listeners, the people who are listening to this podcast, business owners, men and women, and children? Who knows? There may be some 21-year-olds out there now trying to go get their you know, individual retirement account started. Oh, yes, absolutely. Get it started, (laughs) y'all. So I have a website. It's Mm care4yourmoney.com. Again, that's care4yourmoney.com. And you can go there. Um, It's for small business owners. And there's a download. It's called um, $10,000 More Profit in 10 Minutes. And what it does is guides you through like some key questions about what's going on in your business and looking for those things um, that can increase your profit, um, let you write yourself a bigger check and let you write the IRS a smaller check. (laughs) All righty then. (laughs) That's what it does. Yeah, no, that's great. Wow, this is awesome. Lori, share with us, what is it that you love about your life? And what is it you love about where you are right now in your life? So, you know, it's so funny that you asked that because on New Year's Day, um, I usually sit down and 
decide like what this year is going to be for me and what I'm going to be focusing on. But it actually came at an event. I was at an event last year and one of the exercises they um, had us do was to um, do kind of like word art just like draw it out and I was trying to think like what do I want my words to be and what I came up with is intentional ease Mm. that is what I want I want to wake up and know exactly what I need to do that day I want to get through my days with motivation I want to have lovely vacations (laughs) I want to have true bonds with the people that I love Mm. um, and time um, and money to enjoy it all and that is that really is what I'm focusing on everything uh, this year is everything um, being really organized and just easy flow. So again, intentional ease, that is, that is this year for me. That is beautiful. And on intentional ease, on that note, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to be with you and all the women next Thursday and Women Poised for Greatness. And Lori is also going to be our special guest this Monday, Facebook Live on Coaches and Coffee with yours truly, Sheila James. So thank you again so much. And for you, our listeners, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you, you, Sheila. Thank you.